Today I want to talk to you about this thing called the dangers of greed. You know, I, I, I don't know about it, but have you ever seen yourself greedy? Let me give you an example. And we can go to Haiti Lao. How many of you like Haiti Lao? How, how, how many of you know that every drawer you pull out got something? One? Ha, hello? I mean, you open this drawer. Wow, free one. Ah, free, I think. Ah. <laughs> a- a- amen. And Singapore people like free things. So much free that we take more than is needed. I mean, okay. And, and I, I realised, oh my goodness, that's an ugly side of me. You know, there was a, a, a viral video about somebody stealing, stealing toilet paper. I mean, look here. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm fine that you take one more for yourself, okay? But when you take more than is necessary, that's greed. Thank you for the overwhelming response. <laughs> Yeah, how many of you like free things? I like free things. Wave your hand. I say, I like free things. <laughs> you know, but, but not all free things, you know, it's an excuse for you to take more than there is needed. Amen. I free, yeah. You know, everywhere you go, you say free, everybody show up, line and queue up, hey, free, free, free. And then one not enough. Uh, can I take from my uncle, my auntie, my other, da, 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 da. Uh, so we have to be careful because you know the culture of Christ is a generous culture. Thank you for one amen. I say again, the culture of Christ is a generous culture. You know, and, and, and I, uh, again, you know, the Bible says that he who sows sparingly will reap sparingly. He that sows bountifully will reap bountifully. I, I, I believe the greatest act of generosity is when Christ came and offered Himself as a sacrifice. He left all that glory coming down as a bond servant, humbled himself, and he was silent. You know, folks, I want you to do a Bible study. I did a Bible study on Christ's obedience. How he was led to the slaughter and he was silent before. You know, for us, we, we like to complain. <laughs> Amen. But Christ's obedience drew me. Amen. He was God manifested in flesh. So today we're going to talk about how do we deal with this greed thing, you know, and and he can pop his head out with a lot of of, uh, reasoning. And I'm going to deal with 15 reasoning, common reasoning that we deal with. And how do I battle it? Everybody say amen. Please, I'm not against you having a good life. In fact, I'm not against you having wealth. Everybody say praise God. I, I want to get that right. Amen. It's not wrong to, to, to leave something for your loved ones. But when that becomes obsessively consumed by you, you have to be careful. So today, I want to talk to people about the dangers of greed. Let's lift our hands. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, help us. Lead us and guide us. We, we deal with a very materialistic society. Lord, lead us not into temptation. Lord, deliver us from evil. Like like everything, God, we are all lawyers. We have always justification of the things that we do. Today, God, we're going to put away every argument that is unlike you. And Father, Lord, teach us how to give, Lord, especially to our families and our loved ones. In Jesus' name. And all God's people say, Amen. You may be seated. Again, if you are here... For the very first time, welcome to the house of the Lord. 
I'd like to begin by dealing with this whole subject on the dangers of greed. Okay? Greed is dangerous. You know why it's dangerous? I tell you why it's dangerous. Because it is invisible. Amen. It can creep into your hearts, you know, and you're not knowing it, you know, especially in times of uh, uh, when you have, have a business dealings. We have to be very careful. How much is enough? Amen. We have to be careful. Amen. So, so the first thing that you've got to be careful about greed is that it erodes moral and ethical compass. First thing, it erodes moral and ethical compass. Rationalizing greed can erode one's moral and ethical compass, leading to a compromised sense of right and wrong. Amen. Okay. Proverbs chapter 21 verse 2 reminds us, a person may think that their own ways are right, but the Lord weighs the heart. When greed clouds judgment, it can be challenging to discern God's will. Amen. I mean, there's always something to buy. Amen. There's always a new TV to buy. There's always a new Mac computer to buy. There's always a new car to buy. But then, you know, if we are not careful, we don't, we don't judge our heart. We don't allow the Holy Spirit. Do you really need it? How many of you have white elephants in the house? Amen. A lot. Some of us are hoarders. Open our storerooms and say, what do I need that for? When was the last time I used it? Amen. We have to be careful. And then we can give ourselves, you know, when we, when we want to buy something, we give ourselves good excuses. Amen. Oh, I need this. Uh, you know, I, 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 I need to buy this indoor gym because after gym, I got exercise. And then after that, you never exercise. Amen. Uh, I, I need this membership. A lot of people buy gym membership. Uh, and, and guess what? You know, they never use it. Amen. Oh, by the way, you know, I was shocked. I think it was Planet Fitness, right? They start to kick out all those people that use the gym one. Eh? And then they start to give up people. Or, you know what they say? You know, the best customers are those people that don't come. And they target all the muscular people. They, 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 they don't target the muscular people. Eh? They target all those unfit people that hardly come on. Because that is where the money is. They hardly come. You buy membership, you subscribe for apps that you don't even know. Why is it there? Hey, have you all look, have you all get lost in your app before? You, you, you look at your app, say, wow, I buy all this app for what? I didn't even know that I have apps. Sometimes you double subscribe, man. I mean, start doing something. Clear your apps. You know, sometimes your phone, you look at it, there's a thousand apps and you don't know what is it for. Amen. Hello? We can go shopping and download and then after the app that is very deceitful is the app that buys another thing. Shopee. Oh, sorry. Uh. <laughs> Lazada. <laughs> you know, QQ10. Amazon Prime. Wow, that's a good one. And then got nothing to do, right? You just wait for your wife in the shopping mall. You look, oh, oh sale, sale. Hey, Prime. Hey, free delivery. Buy now. <laughs> Oh, buy one, you know, uh, uh, you know I, I saw something in TikTok that's real funny. It says, uh, how girls will buy things. Eh? They say that you buy something, then after you get two, uh, a $20 rebate, but you must spend another $50. So in your mind, you say that, oh, you know what? I buy this, I get $20 rebate, and then I got to spend another $50 to rebate, to, to clear my rebate. 
and they say, good chill. But actually, it's really conning you. You put the sums together, you spend more. Amen. Are you with me? <laughs> Amen. You know, we got to be careful. You know, we, we, you know, the story of the toilet paper during the pandemic. You remember the toilet paper? Everybody was hoarding for toilet paper. I don't understand why toilet paper. You, be, you should be hoarding water. Toilet paper. I was in the Australia and they tell me, Singaporeans, no toilet paper. They are hoarding toilet paper. I mean, if you got no toilet paper, you still can use water, what, right? Come on, everybody say amen. Why toilet paper? You see, fear does crazy things to you. You know, and some people, they say, oh, you know, uh, 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 I must prepare because in wartime, do you not know that in wartime, if you are rich, huh, you die. Leh. They will come after you. Leh. I mean, you think that you have all this money and all these things. The first thing that they will go ransack, my father told me this. You know, when this World War II, the first thing, they don't have anything left. Guess what happened? They go target the rich people. They will climb all these crazy people. There's no policeman that's going to stop. Not enough policemen. And then after that, in a day like this, you become poor. Somebody will get it. I've realised this about welfare. Somebody will get it. I better give it to the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Whether it's sickness or what, you know, you got to be very careful. Somebody is going to get it. That's why it is so important to direct my giving to the Lord before someone else get it. Are you with me here? Somebody will get it. But we have to direct. Amen. Again, it, uh, uh, the dangers of greed, it erodes. I've seen how people were, were, are not honouring parents because they are all keeping and hoarding the wealth. Amen. It erodes moral, ethical principles about honouring your parents. Thank you for the overwhelming response. Young people, listen. Honour is important. Thank you. Amen. Does Elvin only say amen, amen. The rest, I don't know what happened. Consider this, leh. if you stay with your parents, you think you got money, right? Why quiet? The parents didn't pay me uh, to tell you this. Leh. But it's only common sense. What? Now I big already, I earn money. I have to give back, right? Thank you, ah. Uh. Thank you, oh, amen. I mean, I have to do something, what? Once a while, birthday celebration, don't cut it, eh? Because every day you drink water, eh? You bathe. You use the internet. But people love the status of being popular and they forgot. It erodes relationship. You know, parents get... Can, can, can I speak for you for a moment? If they don't automatically tell you, you need to say something. You have to teach them. And sometimes I realize one thing. To teach your children certain things, sometimes you have to take away. It's not just always investment. Sometimes you have to withhold investment. Withhold investment. Suddenly, your child go inside the room. Hey, how come the aircon not working? 
my goodness, why the aircon is not working? <laughs> Amen. I said, oh, uh, well, figure it out. <laughs> Maybe it's time for you to pay for the maintenance of the aircon. Amen. Or, or perhaps you can clean the filters. The filters don't get automatically clean. If you have a dog, worse. Somebody's got to clean the filter. Oh, when you look at the filters, they've got to clean. You go soapy, you look. Wow, you can get good price. Or you can climb up the ladder and take out and wash. Amen. You know what? What we call spoiling today, you know, you know, we spoil our children too much, I think. Because... You know, rightly so, because we don't want them to have a hard life. This is not hard. This is responsibility. If you cannot handle this right now, uh, other times it will be difficult. Okay, number two. Ready for number two? Strained relationships. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 27. He who is greedy for gain troubles his own house, but he who hates bribes will leave. Amen. He who is greedy for gain troubles his own house, but he who hates bribes will leave. Greed can strain family relationship and disrupt peace within a household. Amen. Have you ever seen after the death of a loved one, instead of bringing the family together, it end up World War III? Amen. I mean, I saw with my own eyes. Okay, I saw with my own eyes. I was in the hospital and lo and behold, one guy was shouting in the hospital because the mom passed away and then they couldn't agree. You know what he did with my own eyes? I saw he ran and went and grabbed hold of the mother's IC and ran. Yeah, the mother who passed away, IC. You know, identification card. He grabbed hold so the, the, the siblings cannot do anything. Eh? Yeah. I was like, huh? Like that also? Again. I thought this one only in Korean drama. Right before my eyes, they just, this guy who is not happy with the siblings, right? Grab hold of the deceased mother, I see. When you take away the deceased mother, I see, you can't do anything. Leh. Wow. I know some of you say, oh, we all better take I see first before anything else. <laughs> you know, my goodness, and I saw screaming and yelling, all because of money. Who's going to pay the bill? Wow. Sad, isn't it? And number three, spiritual distraction. Matthew chapter 6, verse 24 says, No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammoth at the same time. The pursuit of wealth can divert one's focus from spiritual pursuit and create a conflicting loyalty with God. Amen. How many of you want God to be faithful to you? Wave your hand then you need to be faithful with Him. Amen. So again, you know what? If you, 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 know, you are consumed with, with, with business, consumed with all those things that you don't even have time to maintain your relationship with God, and then you're wondering why all these things are happening to me. Why? You know, suddenly why? All this charge because you have not built your faith because it's a fight of faith. This faith that we are talking about requires us to maintain it. God gave us salvation free. Everybody say amen. But He expects you to maintain that relationship. 
You know, it's not just showing up every Sunday. I show my face. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, you know what? It's about His kingdom. It's about God has entrusted you with riches. Are you hoarding riches? Come on. Amen. Amen. Number four, misplaced trust. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 28. He who trusts in his riches will fall, but the righteous will flourish like foliage. Trusting wealth and security is precarious. Such trust should instead be placed in God. Amen. Everybody say praise God. We have to put our trust in Him. Amen. Oh, by the way, listen, I think we should pray for our young people because they are in examination. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. You know, I forgot what is it to be examination because October 10, last, uh, on, on Friday, I was, I was just laying down my head. Uh, and I'm going to have an exam. It's called driving test. <laughs> pray for me, uh, October 10, uh, please. And then I sat down there, I lay my head down, I look at it, hey, what if I feel? Uh? I mean, it's very scary, right? Right? What if I feel? What if I cannot go to the class that I go? You know, I, I, for a moment, I just pause for a moment. Wow, this fear is real. I just pause and just think, crazy, right? It's a driving test. But it complicates for me because, you know, if I fail this test, I have to go take my final theory test again. Because I waited too long. The key things don't wait. Can do, do now. You know, and, and then all this pressure come to me. What if you feel? What if you feel? What if you feel? Uh, you know, and all these thoughts, right? You know, and then, 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 if, then I, I, I stop the devil, okay? I stop the devil lah, because he's trying to play around with me and say, hey, hey, devil, shut up. Lah. At least I, I go my driving lesson. Eh. I, at least I do what is necessary. I mean, I, I, I go YouTube and find what's the fastest way to, you know, to three, three point turn and all these things. I'm going to, you know, I, I do my study. Amen. Uh, and then, then the devil want to say, hey, 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 first of all, I want you to know that I'm faithful. But uh, you cannot say that uh, if you're not faithful. If you never take your driving test, if you never study, you never do your assessment, you pray God, give me A's. It will never happen on. There's no confidence in that because, you know, the Bible says you will reap what you have sown. But you, you, you want to, oh Lord, help me. Holy Ghost here moment. If you want your faith uh, to be strong so that any situation you encounter, right, you'll be strong in your faith, right? You have to do some investment. Eh? You do have to do your own study, eh? You got to read the Bible, pray, have a maintain that relationship. And, and, and you know what? If people, people who are fearful, I can tell you one thing. The first thing that will happen is their relationship with God. They treat God as an ATM. Amen. Only got Tai Chi. Oh, suddenly you come for a prayer meeting. You know, I mean, if, if, if you treat God as an ATM, you're going to have issues. Huh? Oh, you, you know, you, I, can, I, I don't care what you do. You know, you can stand on the table and shout five hallelujahs. Answers won't come down. Amen. If you don't do your part and work with the Holy Ghost, if you don't do your part, getting this mind under control because our mind is very creative. Our mind can worry. Our mind can start prophesying to us. If you are negative in your thinking, if you don't know how to discipline your mind, I can tell you this, right? I can get up every day and then want to commit suicide. Leh. If I don't discipline my mind, guess who? Whose job is it to discipline you? Not your father, not your mother. It's you. 
Amen. Every day. That's why the Bible says the fruit of the Spirit is, one of the fruit of the Spirit is self-control. What is productive in your world? Again, like what I say, you want to live a fearless life. Fearless life. Then put in the Word of God. Put in the promises of God. You need to do your part to maintain mental health. You know what mental health looks like? It's about I thinking God thoughts. Amen. And I'm bringing myself to the presence of God because my flesh forgets. Amen. I forget what is a breakthrough looks like. I, I got to do something during the week. That's why we are going to give you on a daily basis because you cannot just do one whole go shot. I mean, some of you thinking you want quick fix, you come to uh, uh, what they call that DCD and then after that, yes, God moves in a very powerful manner. But if you don't maintain that walk, I mean, look here. If I go to the gym right now and I spent five hours carrying weights, uh, and I look at the mirror, I can tell you something. Nothing. Amen. Oh, look at it. Oh, my veins come out. Ah, come out. Yala, a little bit will come out, but still not significant. You see, we want a breakthrough, but we don't want to pay the price for a breakthrough. Wow. We have to do our part to deal with fear, to deal with inconsistency. Let me tell you something. There's a word for all church people right now. It's this. We have to deal with this thing. The church doesn't need more intensity. The church needs more consistency. Being faithful over every day. Amen. Yes, breakthrough will come. Your breakthrough determines on all the little things you've done during the week. 40 days of, of your, your dedication and your devotion. And then this will start to help you in having good mental health. Your quality of life will improve. Amen. Everybody say, Amen. I've seen it before. Then you start to think about the promises of God. You will not let fear rob you. You know, uh, you know you, if you are tired of where you are today, ask yourself this question. What habits have I developed over the past 40 years to make me in the place that that I am today. What habits do I need to change? Amen. Everybody say praise God. And sometimes your flesh is too strong. Come on, everybody say amen. You need a coach to come around you and say, hey, come on. I mean, I always recommend people if you have a hard time getting rid of your belly, go get a coach. If you, have, you can do it yourself, you've already done it. Amen. If it's not working, why you keep on doing the same thing over and over again? Uh, uh, I, I, I go and sign this, uh, 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 this, this Planet Fitness. Uh, uh, you know, no good. I go to any fitness. Any fitness not good. I go to Snap Fitness. I go to all the fitness. You can go all the fitness you want. Your problem is your flesh. You, you, you know what? Listen, very carefully. Sometimes you need accountability. Sometimes you need somebody to say, hey, you know what? Uh, 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 I, I, you know, I, I don't condone self-pity. You know what? You are happy where you are, number one, and then you go and blame everybody. In London. I, I, I'll say this to you. 90% of the things that you do are based on your choice. Everybody say, praise God. Don't say my mother, my father my stronghold, my past. The blood of Jesus is enough with your past. Amen. You got to maintain the new life. 
Many people don't maintain it, then they're wondering why they become carnal. Wives look at each other, they become selfish, they become materialism. You think it's overnight? You're not even concerned about your walk with God. You're not even concerned about the bad attitude that's coming out of you. If you don't feel concerned about that, the fruit of the Spirit is not evident. Something's got to tell you, something's got to change, right? Amen. I mean, I'm still dealing with the same old fear. I'm still dealing with the same old this. I, you know what? If, 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 you want to, if you're not happy with the fruit, then go to the root. You know, there's an assignment I will recommend you to do, okay? Ask yourself the question, what kind of emotional struggle that you go through? Anxiety, right anxiety. Uh, fear, right fear. And ask yourself, trace it back to your root. Deal with the root, then you get the fruit. Amen. What triggers me? I don't know what triggers you. Don't expect people to know who triggers you. You need to know your trigger buttons. Trigger buttons can be internal and external. Amen. Deal with it. Amen. Oh, you know what? I, yes, I'm, I, I feel sorry if you keep on blaming other people. I really feel sorry for you. Amen. I mean, the belly don't come out suddenly. I get up in the next day. Oi, why there's a big belly? Uh? If you are eating things that you're not supposed to, don't blame it. Hey, the devil give me one belly one night. Come on. If you get yourself in debt, there's a reason. Be contented. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Are you with me here today? Amen. I, and again, you know, uh, 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 number five, I like this one. He undermines apathy. Read-driven rationalization frequently prioritizes self-interest over well-being of others, undermining apathy and compassion. The Bible exhorts us in Philippians chapter 2, verse 3 and 4, do, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself, not looking to your interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. Amen. I mean, we don't think about this. You know, if, 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 if we don't think about others, right, we will end up greedy. Right? We are hoarding up all this attention. Right? Giving helps me become Christ-like. Giving helps me to understand that the world is bigger than me. Number one, destroyer of relationship is being selfish. Second, pride. Amen. You know, we have to be very careful that 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 that. Uh, we want to destroy this, this lust. We want to destroy this greed. So we serve so that we can have a better perspective of putting ourselves in the person's shoes. You know, if we will spend more time in this, uh, we will not have a lot of issues. We need to learn how to incarnate. Jesus became like you and me to know the pain and the sorrow. If we will put ourselves in a person's shoes, for a moment and not stop thinking about you. If, if we are to communicate the, the real colours, right? The purpose of the real colours is not for you to justify your green, blue, go. It's to learn how to communicate with the person's language. Amen. Everybody say praise God. We need to stop for a moment and learn how to speak. You know, say, oh, I'm very straightforward. Anna. Uh, my wife is blue. She take it as it is. She'll be heard. She will stonewall me. She'll be silent. I have to 
communicate in a way. Sometimes it's very torturous, but that's what love does. Love is what? Long-suffering. <laughs> I'm very straightforward, but, but if, if I don't learn how to communicate, I will offend her. And I will sleep outside most of the time. I got nobody to talk to. So you got to put away your preferences and, and adjust accordingly to adapt to that situation. Not compromise, uh, adapt to learning how to communicate in each other's communication language. Amen. Are, are you all with me here? Come on, wave your hand at me. Amen. You want stronger relationships, you learn how to communicate to the person, not your way. The other person's way of thinking. Their motivation. I mean, last, yesterday we had a, a class, real good class. I was so blown away. You know that different colours are, uh, Prioritize information differently. Wow, we are like, huh? Yeah, if, if, if I'm a goal person, I have a prioritized structure. We, we did a Bible, we did a summit, a UTV summit for all those teachers. Do you know how to teach a goal? Do you know how to teach a green? Green prioritize what? Accuracy. Orange, short, sweet, and sharp. But must be fun and practical. Otherwise, you're boring. <laughs> You see, that's why I say again, it is so important to, if you want to be effective, don't communicate your way. And that's why it's so important to teach apathy to your children. Because if you want them to be successful in life, they need to learn how to communicate with people their way. And you know what? Once people are good socially, they like you, guess what happened? You close more sales. It's proven psychologically is proven in the business world. The one that gets more promotion is the one that is liked. Not because the one that is talented. Eh? Amen. You make yourself likeable. That's why it's good to show your children how to build a bridge to the other person. It's not all about you. I don't want. I don't want. Sorry, you don't want. Take it or leave it. Then they learn how to navigate, to communicate with your friends. They learn, nobody like me. Well, because you are nasty, you are malicious. Will you change that attitude? You want more friends? Let me tell you what you do. I'm going to give you 50 cents. I don't know whether 50 cents is a lot of money. You go and buy a Coke or whatever for that friend. And then they get the 50 cents, they buy the Coke for somebody. And then the person, I like you. Eh. Well, you like the feeling? Yeah, I like. It works, right? Yeah. You know why? Because you are not asking people to deal with your kind of way of thinking things. You learn empathy. Don't, don't say, oh, my, my, my children, my. let them fall. Let them, you know, tell them, it don't work. Huh? Can you see that the way you deal with life doesn't work and then you are miserable? Guess why you are miserable? Because you know why? You are responsible for your action. Change your attitude. And when they change their attitude, it works. People begin to like them. Amen. Praise God. You know what? They cannot always hike under the father's shoes. You know, my, I, I'm glad that my son said that uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to Australia, Sydney to that conference without me. Because he, was not, he will not be known as Pastor Tim's child. He will be known as J. Wesley. He needs to stretch out and know himself. Not under my wings. You know what? That's why there are times when you have to be very careful that your children are under your wings eh? They need to get out there and be confident of who they are in Christ Jesus. Yeah, every little thing fall down, oh, you just act blur. Manage that. Oh, you know what? I see parents do this, fall down, beat the floor. 
I'm like, huh? The floor can move on, man. Then you know what? They grow up blaming every little thing for their own. They need to learn how to adjust. Are you with me? Come on. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Sometimes in life, there's no reason. That's why trust is so important. Trust means there is a few in the blank. Some of us are wanting to find answers for them. Hello? The answer is because I said so. It's important to hear that you say so. Because many times in the Word of God says this, I command you. Uh, why, uh, why, why? I command you. If God can tell you why and try to rationalize with you, then you are God. The God is your intellectual. Amen. I mean, uh, uh, the best way for me to learn this, I wish, I, I, I don't wish, uh, you know, but, but sometimes like boys, right, we learn submission and obedience very straightforward. You, you, when the inject say, uh, knock it down, 20. Why? Why? I've never seen my friend say, why you die? That's why. Amen. But you know what? We realize that the reason why in army we can behave this way is because the culture that is set before us in the army. Nobody say, oh, oh why? That's a culture. If we were to take that culture and put it in the church, the culture of obedience, everybody does it. It's contagious. Everybody is generous. It's contagious. Because culture is more powerful than anything. Amen. Are, are you all with me here again? You know, that's, that's what we are saying. Get back to this whole idea that we have to, the greatest skill, you know, that you're going to give to your children is the art of getting along. Amen. Oh, uh, uh, some of us have bought the idea that we read so many psychologist books that says, you know what? Uh, 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 they are introverted personality and stuff like that. So, you, you think the world cares about whether he's introverted? Uh, uh, he's, he's ADHD. Guess what? I'm also ADHD. You think the world cares? Hello? Stop giving your excuse. He said, I know it's tougher for you. I will give you the tools that is needed, but you will stretch a little bit because you are growing. Hey? Hey, Daddy loves you. Amen. And, and Daddy is going to equip you for life. The goal of parenting is not happiness. Let me repeat that again. The goal of parenting, if you hear me loud and clear today, this is FM 95.5. The goal of parenting is not happiness. It's equipping them to deal with life. And life is, can I help you understand? Life is spelled as L-I-F-E. In the middle of life is this thing called if. Unpredictable. That's why we need a predictably factor. That predictably factor is Jesus Christ. He never changes. He's my chief cornerstone. When the world erodes, I am standing on firm foundation. I put my trust in Him. Yes, I may have attitudes. In spite and despite of my bad attitude, He still loves me. Amen. Are, are you all with me here? Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, again, when I'm saying all these things, I hope that you don't over, overboard by, by being mean to your children. That's not what I'm saying. You, there's no excuse to be mean to your children. Kindness is always in order. You can be kind and firm. 
This is not a time for you. A pastor say this and then you smack the kid on the head. <laughs> that, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying, okay? You, you, you know what? You have to be careful. Eh? Because the first thing that the children will pick up, uh, if you lose your temper, they will lose their temper. They will lose their self-control. Listen very carefully. They pick up whether you lose control. And the children are very cunning. One. They want you to lose control. If you lose control, guess what? They win. Meekness is power under control. So we, we, you know what? Here's my philosophy. First reaction is always mean. Come on, everybody say amen. I mean, I, I'm not happy. What? My children shout at me, I'm not happy because my ego bruised. What? Come on, everybody say amen. And, and unfortunately, it's not, I want to teach them. Uh, 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 it's, first of all, I'm reactive to pain. And when you are reactive to pain, what happens? You plang! You can get intoxicated with anger, by the way. Amen. Uh, am I the only parent here? How many of you have been intoxicated with anger? You never thought that you were the incredible hawk. But then suddenly you come out, when you lose your temper, you go, you know, from indoor house to outdoor house until the whole neighbor find out. And then they find out that you are the pastor. <laughs> Hello? You know, and, and all I did was never think. The last thing was, I want to teach them manners. No, no, no. The last thing is, how dare you? I'm the king. Not the king of kings, but at least I'm the king in the house. I pay for your what? Both And then, you know what? We, we become very reactive. Pia, pia. Or you can show them under control. You know what? I know you're angry. we deal with this later on. Let me cool down first because I don't want to be magnifying the discipline. I just want to cool down first. We'll talk about it later on, okay? Late already, night already, sleep first. Let me sleep, then come back, then I'll come back to you. Let's talk about it. Amen. Okay, everybody say praise God. Again, empathy is so important. You do not want to teach them. You know what? Share. You know, have you ever tell your children, share? Can you share with daddy? Can you share? Share, share. Amen. Uh, 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 hey, but I left one at, wow, you make me very proud if you share with somebody. Okay la. Okay la. And then you give, oh, I'm so proud of you. You know, I still remember the story. You know, one time uh, I gave, uh, mom gave uh, uh, Jesse a little bit more money. And then the friend, right, the friend forgot to take, uh, what do you call that? The, 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 the friend forgot to take the pocket money. So he treated the friend. Then after that, he said to me, hey, where's all the money that I give to you? Oh, I, I, I feed my friend because you teach me to give. Wow, when I hear that, oh, oh so sweet. Eh? Don't you think that God feels that way when you learn how to be like Him? I, you know what? I can, don't give one, but I give. Wow, you know what? How many of you, you know, the, the ability to give, right, beyond your means, uh, Please, God. I mean, come on. You don't see that. Like, oh, uh, you know what? Uh, today, I, actually, I can eat, you know, the walk master. But I go down, over, I go outside to go and buy something cheaper so I can share my meal. While you hear that, will you be proud of your child? Why do you think that God will be proud of you? Actually, you know, I want to buy this car, but I don't want, I want to give to missions. 
You know what God looks in the heaven and says this? That's my kid. That is my kid. He has my blood in him. Amen. Are you with me? Why don't we see those things? How we adjust our money and our, all those things is a reflection of His character. Like. Amen. Don't, don't stop acting like, like if your belief doesn't change your behaviour, your belief is useless. Like. You know what? Again, the Bible says we are living epistles. That's why we are responsible to create a culture that cares, a culture that is generous. Guess where it begins? From you. At your home, you know, uh, I've always seen uh, 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 Sister Huya do this, you know, he will wait uh, until she eat the last one, until everybody eat. And sometimes, right, I don't know what's about her, la. she likes leftover foods huh? in the fridge. Huh? She will buy everybody all the food, but then she said, never mind, I uh, got leftover, don't know whether got fungus or whatever. <laughs> Bacteria. Then she would taste, oh, cannot eat. <laughs> I'm like, oh Lord, help me, man, help me. That's why when she want to buy something, I say, what are you getting for yourself first? Amen. Okay. Don't worry, she's okay. Amen. <laughs> number four, you know, again, oh, this is, hey, number six, sorry. This is also important. Foster a culture of Inequality. Greed fosters a culture of inequality. Rationalized greed contributes to economic and social inequality, a matter of concern in the eyes of God. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 16 says, One who oppresses the poor to increase his wealth and one who gives gifts to the rich both come to poverty. Such disparities run counter to biblical principle of justice and care for the marginalized. Amen. You know, that's why I'm concerned. I think pretty soon you're going to see some issues in China because the rich are getting richer, the poor are getting poorer. Somebody is exploited. That's why I love what the government is doing in making the middle people rise up. There's always opportunity in Singapore. Stop complaining about Singapore, please. You vote, they got in already. Hello? Obey them, have rule. I don't say that I agree everything they do. Yes, you will have a voice, but do it the right way through prayer. And, it, and it, it, come on, everybody say amen. Don't be, don't be guilty of rebellion. Listen, God spoke to me. I said, you know why nations still can do their own things? Because my people have not obeyed. Because the Bible says, let's, let's turn there real quickly. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4, 5. Let's turn there, uh, PowerPoint people. I just want to help you understand something. It is not your job to judge. It's to discern. Judgment comes from God alone. Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4. Okay. Uh, here we go. Is there? Verse 3. Okay, it goes like this. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. Say, so though that you are human beings, we don't, we don't appeal to magistrates. Everything is done by what? You know, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for the pulling down, strongholds, casting down arguments, every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being, okay, notice this phrase, and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. When is all disobedience punished? 
when your obedience is fulfilled. Let me give you an example. Do you know that terrorism, you know, terrorists right to hide in schools? Right? Because they know that if I bomb the school, I bomb innocent people. The reason why God sometimes we hold judgment to those disobedience is because you will be affected. If, if guess what? If God were to really punish you, right? Those people have not been faithful about giving will get it. But God doesn't want to do it. Not now. Because you'll be affected. But God is slow, patient. He's not tolerant. He's patient. Wow, when I sit down there and say, God, you know why I'm not pronouncing judgment as I want to? Because it will affect the people of God. So, you know, I, I start to say, God, make me more obedient then. Do you not know obedience is a spiritual weapon? Don't you know God wants to bring judgment? How many of you ever pray, Lord, this is evil, like, this is cruel like, in Myanmar. This is the, God, why aren't you doing anything? God says, if I do something, you will be affected. Like, you will be a casualty. Yeah. Hello? Well, being God, not simple, all right? I mean, he has got to think about the ramifications because all we see is destroy this group of people and then that's it, right? But God sees the bigger picture. His kingdom come. His will be done. And then all these have ramifications one around the road. Who's going to lose job? How's the church going to look like? And da, 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 da. You know, one triggers, World War Three will trigger. You know, that's why I say, God, upon your timing, you are slow. You know what? You don't see anything happen right now. You better... Thank God if you know there's something that is not straightened out because God will not tolerate this for very long. Just, you know what? God's no judgment. It doesn't mean He's approval in your life. He's just mercy. But there's going to come a time when the people of God will start to obey. Amen. And, and there's, there's not going to be in His whole grand plan of things, right? He will look at it and say that, okay, you know what? Now, I'm going to tell you what my Bible says. Not Timothy's Lee version. Things is going to get tougher and your faith in God needs to grow deeper. Thank you, huh? everybody say amen. I mean, hey, doesn't it concern you? That, uh, that day I look at the, 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 the news, he said that, well, now Singapore is trying to not to have a passport to go to country already. You know, when we come back, no need passport. Y'all you heard the news, right? Yeah, that, that, that when we go country, then I was thinking, some of you are thinking, uh, wow, good, eh? very convenient. Eh? They always tell you it's very convenient. But when you read the book of Revelation, it's a whole different story. You know that Singapore is one of the pivotal places where they're trying technology. Eh? <laughs> next time, the next thing is you go like that. You, you, I, I get scared. Eh? You know the scanner? You go like that. Next time, uh, it's your head. <laughs> next time, your hand. Uh, now it's coming already. You know what they are trying to do? They get you climatized with thumb drive. Bio, bio what? Biometrics. Then something, is, it, it has got to do with bio because it's your hands down. And then the excuse is, wow, what a perfect excuse. Pandemic. They have an agenda. You know, you don't take the number of the beast. Guess what happened? 
you are socially irresponsible. What are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do? Wow. Folks, we are in the last phases. And I'm very, very appreciative and I'm praying together with all the churches. Churches are getting to see it. Churches, they have, I, I'm going to say this to you in a very straightforward manner. Some churches are preaching that it's okay to take the number of the beast. I know of a big church. If I mention the name, it will scare you. Because before Christ returned, there's going to be an apostasy. There is. And you know what the pastor says? Oh man, this one not nice. Huh? Christian's brother will betray one another. Amen. I, I don't mean to scare you, uh, but make sure when you fellowship with somebody, he's really the real deal. Because at the end of the day, he will expose you. That's why it's so important to fellowship with people who are the spirit in truth. They love truth. Why? Because they have no choice. If they don't expose you, it's just like harboring an illegal immigrant worker. Oh, you mean, you know what they are doing in China right now? There are two persons that I know. They are being investigated and it's bad. They check all the contacts. Now, now you know WhatsApp, Telegram, they can tell. Leh. You, folks, you, you know that or not? Telegram, who you contact, they can, they can find you out. One you see, the, we bought into the deception of technology and I'm not saying that we shouldn't be using technology. Technology also make it easy to trace us. Leh. So you better don't put eh, nonsense on your technology, say terrorism, all these things. Eh. You cannot mark eh. You know, the first thing nowadays, right, when you go look for a job interview, they check your Facebook there. Hello? Hello? Better put good things there. When you talk about government, you cannot get government job lah. Come on. Everybody say praise God. Are you with me? We are not very far with the technology is here leh. It's just waiting for a crash where the Lord is holding everything in place. Not yet. But don't you think that God forgets His word? Don't you think that God forgets His timing? He knows exactly His timing. Amen. He does. I'm just telling you that He does. When, when, when the scripture does talk about the evil overflows, when they reach to the top, in other words, in Singaporean version, it says, God tabole tahan already. He poured his wrath. Amen. Do not consider his long sufferings as approval. Nothing happened. Eh? I carry on. Sometimes I'd rather God beat me so that I wake up. Sometimes if I'm not faithful, certain areas God spank me. Lah. I want to know. Lah. Don't, you know, I pray this prayer, okay? If I ever backslide, God, cut my legs. 
Because the scripture says what? Better that you lose <laughs> one eye uh, than you lose the whole. I pray this prayer, Lord. If you see pastor got no leg, you know why. Uh. <laughs> you know what they call this? And people of re- old prophets pray kinds of prayer because they are serious with their walk with God. Just because something haven't happened to you doesn't mean you're right. Like. It's His mercy. I'm telling you this. Uh, it's coming, like, folks. Look at your neighbour, it's coming. And when I pray the most intense, there are two things when I pray that God shows me. There's going to be a revival and like anything. I saw in the Spirit, there's going to be a revival of the name. First of all, there's going to be a revival of the name. Not yet. You say, why not now? Because God is incubating His timing. Everything is perfect. No man can glory. If we can put this in a time clock, somebody will get the glory. But in the meantime, what does the church do? Pray for the right timing. Pray, Lord, cry out to Him all time. Lord, cry out to Him. Don't bend, don't compromise. Don't try to fit the numbers because it's never about the numbers. It's always about a few remnants of people that will say, I will choose to serve God. I'm going to see this. You're going to see there's going to be a revival, healing. Come on, everybody. There's going to be something. Nations, people will see it. There's going to be massive revival for a short period of time. Prodigals will come back. People will see God. You know, and then He comes back for His church. And then, judgment. Amen. But for those that are not strong, will fade away. There's a massive group of people that don't have a relationship with God. All they want is a religious service, a feel-good service, you know. And then, you know, they, they, they start to mess around with all these things, the doctrine. You know what? I, I say this again. I, I, I say this as careful. Every time when I read the great moves of God, people become more holy. <laughs> Come on. People will start throwing things like drinking. People will try, start living that life of, of ultimate expression of God. If anything that you see doesn't express the ultimate version of God, it's not revival. That means people are more concerned about soul winning. People are more concerned about things, about eternity than things that will make you feel good in a service. Every time when I see so many people come, I say, uh... Jesus will filter this. There's a sifting process. Remember John, uh, the book of John, chapter 6, verse 66. You know, when Jesus started to preach hard, 3,000 left him in one day. Then he looked at his disciples. You want to go to? You know what they say? You have the words of eternal life. Where can I go? Hear me now. There's going to be a great delusion and illusion that's coming. But there's also great revival. God will have to filter people out. Then there will come a separation. We all don't like separation, but it's needed. He will separate the goats from the sheep. That's what the scripture say. The wheat and the tares. They look alike. They look like Christian. Hey, praise the Lord. Everybody praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's great. But then their lifestyle don't portray the fruit. They are not after the missions. They are more after that. Bless me, bless me. Make my life good, good. Hallelujah. Bless my life. Do this, do this, do this. And you know what? I can't help you with that. You have to make a decision where you want to go. You know what? The, the thing that's scary to me is that we've been hearing this so long. Until Nam Liao. When, Lord? 
I'm telling you, it's coming slowly. There are things that's going on in the political world that you and I don't know about new world orders that they are talking about, debating over. Uh, one world currency is coming. Because before that one world currency, the, our currency needs to fail. And we're almost there already, our currency. You know, look at the world. Eh. Wow, one moment up, down, like, like, like ringgit. Lah. Wow, everybody, oh, go and change that. 3.4, 3.4, 3.5. I pray God, 3.5. You know, and, and, and all this, in, 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 found, uh, you know, it's so, so volatile. Eh. You know what I realised? What if happened if my ringgit or my Singapore dollar, jalat ha? Then I got gold. Gold also not solid. All those gold down there, I don't know what kind of gold is there. But something's got to give in. And then there will be a great, you know, I, I liken it in, in 1930, in the period where there was a great depression. But in the middle of a great depression was great revival. You know what happened to the people? They were losing their jobs. They couldn't feed anything. You know what they did? They fasted, forced fast. <laughs> force fast. Uh. If you know, can I tell you something? If you don't learn how to fast, God will force fast you. And please don't fast at the wrong time when you get into depression. Because when you are depressed, uh, you won't eat. But there's going to come a time, right, where everything will collapse, right? You know what did the church do? They all gather in the afternoon. Instead of getting their, their food, uh, they go into a church and pray, consecrated prayer, interceding, crying out. Guess what happened? There was great revival. Even the people on the ships can feel the power of God. They are the ships are drawn. All these people, they are saying, oh my goodness. You read that revival that is found in 1930. You know what? Because you and I cannot manufacture this brokenness ourselves. Only God will lead you into these places of brokenness. I say it because all of us want to filter ourselves through a good life. And I don't want you to suffer. But there are times God does things to remind us, uh, hello, who's in charge? I'm coming back. Don't you forget I'm coming back. You're too comfortable. You're filled with stuff. If this place becomes your heaven, you don't want to go back to heaven. Amen. Uh, folks, I, 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 I hope I'm not scaring you, but, but again, you know what? God will, will humble us. Amen. He knows how to humble us. Amen. Again, uh, 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 then we will start to ask things that are really very important. You know, then, you know, greed also neglects relationships. Amen. Greed can lead to neglect relationship and human connection. And the Bible reminds us in Colossians chapter 3, verse 14. And over all this virtue, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Prioritizing material gain over long. Loving relationship can disrupt God's design for human connection and community. So busy, don't aspire. You know, I saw an interview. This guy did an interview with all the rich people in the world. You know what they said? What is one thing that you regret in life? They did never regret. These are billionaires and rich people. You know what they say? I wish I had more time with my children. When I heard that, I said, I wish I had made more connections. I wish that instead of chasing them away, hey, 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 ah, okay, go play, 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 play. I saw this documentary, really got my attention. You know, it shows uh, about all the parents, right? When they, they, they're taking care of kids, right? Hey, let me your phone. I don't know where I put my phone. Okay? The kids playing there. You know what they're doing? 
Yeah, play, play. Play, play. They also play game. This child who is wonderfully and fearfully made is standing there before you. And you will never observe them enough to connect with them. Remember this, put your phones away when you are in dealing with your child. You say, you are more important to me than, than connecting with a game that means to bow to a hill or beliefs. Look them in the eye. They long for that connection. I can tell you, AV long for that connection. You look at me. So young, huh? want to connect with people, want to touch. Eh? If they don't connect with you because you train them not to connect, because you, they have been a border to you. It, it, it robs you of your time to make yourself look pretty, make yourself look appealing. For what? Life is about relationship. Because guess what? When you grow old, your face will rot. This face will rot. This face will have no colour. Think about it. You, you need to look at it. That's why uh, uh, we are so excited that AV is back. I cannot take it, man. I want to hug her. You know, I, I just cannot wait. This is, a ba- this is a miracle. The Bible says, uh, my child is fearfully and wonderfully made. Eh? I, I don't care, no apple, no game is more important than this child. God make them feel. God make them communicate. Every gugu, every ah-ah, every baba has a meaning. You got to find it out. The, the, you you, you got to take time to understand them. You got to take them to know what motivates them. Because if you can find what motivates them, you can motivate them the right way. Are, are you all with me here again? We got to put away all those gadgets eh? Yeah, they, they promise us that, oh, you know what? They promise us that once I have gadget, my, my working hours will be only 22 hours. Guess what? Because of greed. We fail, listen people, we fail our human nature. We don't know ourselves. We are all greedy people. They never factor in the human nature. I mean, it's true that we can work 20 hours, but then industrialization took over. We forgot one thing that God always know all the while. We human people are greedy. And God knew. When you look at statistics, right, they never factor into human greed. But God factors into it. That's why I don't push God when He says, oh, you know why you're not getting in that promotion? I tell you why. Because once you have that promotion, guess what happened? You become greedy. Hey God, I asked for promotion but got more work. Oh, you know what? Could it be that the work could cost you to pray more? Amen. Everybody say praise God. There's a, that's a documentary that I love. You say that, what happened to those people that strike lottery? You, you all saw that documentary? I, I like to see. I mean, we laugh at, hey, this guy's stupid. Uh, this guy's stupid. Uh, this guy's stupid. Uh, we spend all the money, give all the relative, all this. You know, if you were put in a similar situation, the temptation door will also open. Do you not know that you have more? Guess what? You have more temptation. Okay, come on, everybody. That's why I pray this prayer. Lord, don't give me too much that I forget you. Don't give me too little that I steal from someone. <laughs> I always remember that you are my King and my Lord of Lords. Amen. And help me make connections with my children. Most important thing because the, I have never seen anybody in any way, SGH or Kutekwad Hospital say that when I die, put the money around me. 
I never seen they roll in, you know, thousands of dollars, thousands, you know, they say, oh, what's this? I'm from the MAS. Uh, we are willing to go in. <laughs> oh, we are willing to go in. <laughs> I have never seen that before, brother. But the one thing that I see, they look at each other, I wish I had more time to you. You know what? When my father passed away, I said this, no. I wish I had more time with you. I wish, I wish I, I, I wish I had more time with her. Tell her, I always love you. I want to see them saying that you, you, daddy, daddy's number one for you. Daddy love you. Daddy believe in you. Because every time when I think about that, the one thing that I regretted, one of my life regret was, yeah, pa, school me more. Sometimes I wish I record his voice scolding me. Then I hear, come here. You know, if there's one thing that, you know, if there's one thing that I pray, you know, I know it's strange, right? I say, Lord, just... And God grant me, okay? Grant me, uh, this was a miracle. My wife was there. I want to share this miracle with you. You know, when someone is dying in bed, right? You, you want to wait for the last words, eh? Amen. Right? Come on. You, you know, and, and when my brother called, wow, my, fa my father re reacted. Like, ah! 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 You know, he couldn't talk, but he reacted because it was Elvin. Eh? Then my, my other brother called, so he reacted. Eh? Then I down there. Can you believe reaction? Eh? <laughs> I mean, I was there, but reaction. Eh? I said, did I offend you or not, pa? What is it down there? You know, it's like, did I offend you? Then I was crying, doubting. Come on, everybody say amen to that. You know, you start to doubt, you start to doubt. And then I was crying in the heart. And I told my wife, and my father heard it. I didn't even know that. I told my wife, I don't know whether my father still loves me or, or uh, approved me. Then at the closing hours, God gave me two minutes with my father. My father said, God, I'm always proud of you and love you. Then he, he's gone. Beautifully, I was crying deep in my heart. I thought I, I, I thought I know enough sleep, right? Uh, 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 my mind play tricks on me. You know what I'm saying? When you don't have sleep, you, 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 you look at that. Hey, is it, uh, uh. Then my wife crying. Oh, you heard that? You heard that? I said, huh? You also hear? <laughs> then you, you, you know, uh, uh, I, I, you know, don't wait until they need to behave. Then you say, I love you. Like, amen. You got to tell them, I want to know I love you. I want you to know I love you. Because if there's something that I want to tell you today, is I love you. Mean the world to me more than, more than a car, more than a house, just, just to sit down and fellowship with you and look you in the eye and say, oh my goodness. Oh, just to hold you in the hand, just to hug you. you know, Over-hugging will never kill people. Amen. Because those things matter. I'm telling you, it's the truth. You're, you're me. Don't look at the child as a pain. If you, if, if you see your child as a pain, the child will give you pain. But see, whoa, I have never, as much as tired I am, I have never looked at my grandchild as a pain. I want her to feel that spirit. God loves you. With an everlasting love. Amen. Folks, greed can do things to us. 
Nothing is more important than relationships. First of all, relationship with God. Secondly, some of you need to go back home and talk to your parents. I say, I've never said this enough, but I appreciate you. Because there's going to come a time that you will never get another chance. Do you know that taking care of parents is cool? Taking care of yourself and how beautiful you look is not cool. I mean, I wish uh, they put Instagrammable picture, someone wheeling the grandfather chair, then they look pretty. Uh. No, they make the person, wow, look nicer, filter, don't know whether real one or not. Have you ever looked at some of the photos? Hey, Chinia, okay. And then they make you envious. Oh, that's the worst part. They make you envious. That if only I can have this reflection, if only I can have this face, no more, smooth one. Maybe I have so many hits. Who cares? You think all these people who like you will come to your funeral? You think all this, another one, do you think that all these people who like you will wipe your buttock? You know who's the one that's going to wipe your buttock at the last days? When you are old, your children. I mean, I don't mean to scare Abby, you know. I don't want you to wipe my buttock, but there comes a point where if daddy don't have strength, I hope you will wipe my buttock. I try to clean it nicely for you first. You know, we don't talk about things like this. Come on, everybody say amen. As much as I want to be strong, I cannot. Amen. Can we stand to our feet? Can, can, can we together here in the house of the Lord, you know, make a dedication that we want a generous family? Amen. Everybody say, praise God. You know what? Listen, some, some of us, right? Okay, I, I got to say this. I didn't even say this. Don't misunderstand me. You need to save. But sometimes we can save until our children say this. Daddy, can I have one more filler of fish? One more filler of fish. Just one more. No, I got to save for your future. Sometimes we get so consumed about the future that one filler of fish also cannot give me. Daddy, can I have one more hug for me? Daddy, Daddy, can, can you just spend some time with me? I, I got work. I'll tell you what would happen. When the time comes, when it's time for you to take care, hey, uh, can you come visit me? Can you take me to the hospital? I got work. It's a reciprocal effect, you know. Uh, folks, I, I say again, why don't we live simpler just to be happy? Why, why, why don't we, it's okay, you know what? The kind of restaurant is not important, but must have icon. Okay? Everybody say amen. I mean, I want icon. Amen. Right? Come on. Y'all don't bluff. Y'all want icon. So it's a few days. Okay, la, go, go, food court. But the most important thing is that when I, when I go out with my kids, here's what I tell them. I just want to be with y'all. Just like Christ. Christ said this. You know what? You know why I visit y'all? Because I want to be with you. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you.
your pain I feel. But you got to understand this. I'm there in your pain. I'm there in your sorrow. Don't let the devil tell you that God is not there. He's always there. Amen. Shall we just leave our hands right now over this place? Father, I pray God right now, God, that we will create a culture that is generous. First of all, generous in love. God, we come against God, this deception from the evil one that sometimes God can be overwhelming, especially when we compare ourselves with the world, God. I, I pray, God, that we will not forget the simple things of life, the simple things of us looking at each other in the eye and say, I love you. I honour you. Especially during this period of examination, God, sometimes we are so consumed with exam that we forgot, Lord, to pause for a moment and look at that person and say, I'm glad that you're trying. Daddy is proud of you. Come on, let's, let's pray for our kids right now. Father, I pray right now for all our children that are going through the examination period right now. Lord, that you'll bless them, Lord, today. Lord, let them know, God, that we love them. Whether they get A or they get D or E, doesn't matter, God, that they will know and feel the power of your love. Hallelujah, Jesus, God. Hallelujah. Father, teach us how to simplify our life. Come on, can we just leave our hands for a moment? Teach us how to simplify our life. Lord, it's not about the big things in life that makes us successful, God. When my child looks at me and they say, I love you, Daddy. God, that's enough for me. That's enough for me, God. It is well within my soul. So again, bless all our young people, God. I come against the spirit of fear. Lord, I come against the spirit of anxiety. I come against the spirit, God, that is unlike you today. Lord, right now, Jesus, the performance, God. Lord. Meritocracy, God, I come against that right now. But God, I pray, God, that everybody here today will feel the sense of the nearness of your presence today because, Lord, because, God, they say, God, in this world, God, that we have to survive. But God, your word says, God, I'm more than a conqueror. I don't need to just survive. I can try, Father, different, different situations because you are my cornerstone, Lord. You are the one that I love, Father. So, Father, I pray, God, that we will take this love back to our loved ones that we are feeling today. Lord, that we will take back to our moms and our dads, God, and say, I appreciate you because, God, man's longing, God, deepest longing is acceptance and love, Father. Come on, just let your voice go. Pray for your family right now. Lord, bless my family. Bless my mom today. Bless, bless the, all the helpers today, God, that has helped my mom. God, bless them today. God, in the name of Jesus. God, I'm so thankful for time. Time with our children. Time. Lord, let me not squander this time away, Father. Lord, that job, God, that job will never pat me on the back, God. That job will never hug me. God, right now, in the name of Jesus, bless, God, my parents today, God. Bless them today. <laughs> bless them today, Jesus. Bless my wife, bless my spouse, God. Amen. In the name of Jesus, bless my children today. 
Renew a right spirit within me, Father. A spirit that is void, God of greed. And big God, big God in generosity, God. Lord, in the name of Jesus, God. In the name of Jesus. Lord, most importantly, I pray, God, that help us understand what our children want, not, Lord, is us. Help us understand. Lord, it's not about the big toys. It's not about nicer clothing because those things don't last. But what our children need from us is our time and our love and our approval. In Jesus' name, all God's people say, Amen. Shake hands at somebody and say, Hey, I really appreciate you. If your loved ones is here today, I appreciate you. I honour you today. Amen. God bless you.